Good evening. You are back once again with the Renegade Master, comedian Jamie Jackson. Uh, how are you doing? Or in words of every comic who ever gets up on stage, how are we doing tonight? Oh, makes me feel sick just hearing that. It's like, makes you so tired. Anyway, I don't want to talk about comedy. All I've done is talk about comedy for the last few days on this. Blah, blah, blah. Comedy, comedy, comedy. I'm not working tonight. I'm not driving anyone to gigs. I'm not doing gigs myself. I don't want to even fucking think about that. I'm knackered, though. Uh, I'm definitely approaching burnout. I've been working far too hard for the last five weeks. It's interesting. I'm not working in an office anymore, so I'm, like, in one way, feeling like I'm getting away with it because I don't have a boss breathing down my neck and I don't have that responsibility. But then I'm earning no money and I'm working more than ever. So try and try and look at what I'm doing and strike a balance and find a job that you enjoy doing um, but gives you actual money, right? Because people say money doesn't make you happy, but you never see people turning down money. Have you noticed that? Oh, money doesn't make you happy. It doesn't make you happy. Really? Well, here's three million pounds. Well done. You've won the lottery. What are you going to do? Turn it down? No, you're going to pocket every penny of it, aren't you? So money doesn't make you happy necessarily. There's lots of people in mansions who are miserable. But poverty does make you anxious and miserable. So, it's you know, it's not a causation correlation thing. Uh, but it, I think when you don't have money, it matters. Anyway, I'm definitely approaching burnout. I've been working for weeks with no real break and I'm getting that burnout feeling. You know, when you get like angsty and you're restless and you're not sleeping well and you feel permanently feel a little bit run down, but at the same time, fully energised. Really weird. I need to probably meditate for an hour and have a, a nice hot bath and a massage or something. Uh, I'm not going to do any of those things though. Yes, the other thing I was um, that just crossed my mind is I read a tweet by a guy I follow and he was talking about how a friend of his, a really close friend that he'd fallen out with, him, uh, that he'd fallen out with, messaged him out of the blue to say sorry for the, for the falling out he had. And he said that it's really profoundly affected him and he didn't realise how much it profoundly affected him. Um, and he didn't realise that kind of trauma was there until, you know, his friend reached out and said sorry. And we all carry around all of this trauma. And having gone through therapy myself, I had all of this unresolved trauma to do with my upbringing and to do with my father and to do with the violence and the fighting and the falling out and the weird emotional shit that comes with living with an alcoholic parent. And I had all of that so tightly within me and I didn't realise and going to therapy is like an anti-trauma it, you slowly unwind that kind of knot in your head and in your heart and your chest and in your body and it, it kind of seeps into your bones and you, you start resolving issues and one of the things you have to do is you have to look well there's two things one is to accept that something's hurt you because there's no way to heal unless you first accept something. And then the second thing to do is to forgive. Now, if you can do this, right, you're better than me. I, I Saying that, I think I've forgiven my dad, but it has been a long, hard journey of nearly 10 years of, of, of uh, self-help therapy, group therapy, couples therapy I went to with my ex-wife. 
that's a different story, but anyway. Um, but loads and loads of introspection and writing and thinking and working on yourself. And, and forgiveness really is one of the keys. I used to say, because it just sounded nice, but I do believe it, forgiveness is freedom. And gratitude is happiness. But it's difficult to do either. But if you can forgive someone who's wronged you, what I'm suggesting is go through a back catalogue of people who've wronged you and you're angry and you're holding anger about them. And then maybe try and forgive them and let it go. And it can't happen immediately. You can't just forgive somebody out of the blue. Here's an example. I think I've forgiven my dad, but it's taken nearly 10 years. And one of the things I realised is... He was a victim of an alcoholic father as well. But, I mean, this is all getting a little bit deep. But here's something a little bit more simple. I had a mate, a kind of mate, who, when I first met him when I was 17, he was 20, and he was an arsehole to me. He was a bit horrible to me. And when when you're 17 years old, you're not a robust character. And I think he could see that, and he... Uh, took advantage by just being a dickhead to me, just being a bit horrible and belittling me and things. And then I never really forgave him. And he always kind of used to hang around with us and he'd come in and out of my life a little bit, like in my friendship groups, and he'd pop up at the pub and he'd be like, who the fuck are you? And then um, I never forgave him. And I've always kind of ha- had this slight hatred for him. And, and also revenge, like I've, you know, belittled him and made him feel shit and I and I actually have consciously can remember some of the times when I've I've openly made him feel shit and I thought to myself fuck you this is for you treating me like a cunt when I was 17 and what I realized the other day is it's time to forgive him (laughs) and I know that sounds ridiculous because we're talking 25 years ago but it's amazing that I, I, I hold on to that grudge. You feel like if you forgive someone, you're being a mug, like you're letting them get away with something. But really, it's just you carrying around this anger. And so I forgive this guy. It's not his fault. He was 20. He was When you're 20, you know nothing. You know, maybe I was a dickhead at 17. I mean, I'm sure I was, but... And he definitely was an arsehole, don't get me wrong, but... People move on and things change and people grow. And you, the, if you're holding a grudge against somebody for like 20 years, you're holding a grudge against someone who doesn't exist anymore. Anyway, now very introspective today. I could talk much more, but I'm trying to keep these podcasts down. I mean, we're coming up for seven minutes and uh, I'd like it, like it just to be snappy. But think about some of the anger you've got against somebody, whoever it may be. And forgive them. Don't reach out and tell them you forgive them because that can start an argument. Right? If you reach out to someone and go, you were a cunt to me 15 years ago and I hated you for it and I've always hated you for it, that's just going to dig up old shit. You cannot go to them and expect them to give you an apology. You can't go to the person who hurt you to heal you. You have to go within and heal yourself. See you on the next pod.